Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Matt. It's all a bit hearty, so I don't really understand it. Luke. Is that a little Sasquatch penis? Dan. I accidentally got soap in my urethra. And occasionally, Terry Smallshoe. Maybe you'll wake up in the middle of the night with a little Sasquatch penis inside of you. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. So, how you guys feeling? I think I finally cooled down and able to get hydrated again right. after my weekend. Yeah, it was a hot weekend. Whoa, whoa. Dan, you, you alright? Dan, you sound a bit strange. Oh, yeah, no, sorry, Dan's, uh, Dan's missing. What? Um, actually, he's not missing. I think he forgot to tell you guys, but he's actually gone away to slam dance. Oh, right. To slam dance? Yeah, he's in, uh, he got his film, The Tail Drop, into a little festival known as Slam Dance. So he's in America. That's pretty cool. What an adventure. Mm. I can't wait to hear his stories when he comes back. Oh, I'm sure he's going to have plenty. Somehow, oh, definitely. Somehow he always gets into situations. <laughs> yeah, Slam Dance is in Utah. Is Dan converting to Mormonism? Mormonism? Uh, I assume so. Yeah, I mean, it's, he's always been on the cusp, I think. Yeah, is he going to be allowed back on this podcast? You only allowed one wife on this podcast. Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's going to be awkward. For, for <laughs> yeah, me. I've got a few. So, yeah. <laughs> thanks, guys, for letting me on. No worries. That's the uh, that's the voice of Jenna. In case listeners don't know, my name's Matt. By the way, we don't introduce ourselves very often. No, I keep thinking about maybe we should every now and again. Yeah. All right, introduce yourselves. I'm not going to though. Oh, okay. I just think about it. You just think we should. Yeah. Maybe one day. Well, my name's Matt. You guys can introduce yourselves. I shouldn't introduce... My name's Luke. And I'm Johnny Fuckman. <laughs> I can't steal that name. That's Dan. That's true. Yeah, and I'm not Luke. I have to come clean. I'm Luke. <laughs> Look, this might be a shorter episode, um, but we do have something that we want to talk about. Um, we all we all went somewhere this weekend. Did we? Uh, I we remember did. it happening. All right. For a change, we were all together for a weekend. Yeah, we, we came up from Canberra and we went to the Rooster Teeth Expo mm-hmm. or RTX AU. We did. What did you guys think? What did we think? What did we think? Yeah. Hmm. That's a tough question. <laughs> yeah, it was. To be honest. Well, I mean. It's a two day event and we went one day. Luke, mm-hmm. did you mm-hmm. go again today? No, I actually had to come back and I'll talk about why I had to come back later. Okay. All right. <laughs> then I know. <laughs> I bet I know. Um, yeah, so it was two days. We went to one day. I didn't actually get around to seeing any panels, and I'm hmm. actually kicking myself about that now. And I knew I Well, would. we did see one panel. But yeah, we it, saw oh, the yes. big head mode panel. Yeah, but it wasn't any of the um, Rooster Teeth members, so mm-hmm. we messed up on that a little bit. Yeah. I'm actually upset. I could have met Jeff. Who's Jeff? But Millie was there, too. I don't know who these people are. Just Matt, earmuffs. For a minute, Ryan, Jeff. Well, you just take the headphones off, I guess. Well, look, as somebody who I don't know a whole lot about Rooster, I mean, I mean, I do. That's untrue. I know, I know a lot about them, but I don't watch their shows or, or listen to the podcast or anything like that. I have in the past, and it's never really been something that I've kept up on. Yeah, most of what you've watched is what I've made you, isn't it? Yeah, well, not made. We watched some of the Minecraft shows, and they were yep. pretty funny and that. But I mean, I don't, I don't watch a lot of that kind of stuff anyway, like gameplay and, and let's plays and stuff. I don't know. Mm. I don't. I don't watch a lot of that stuff. So uh, I'm not a, like, I wouldn't say I'm a big Rooster Teeth fan. Yeah. I used to really like their podcast, but I haven't, I haven't kept up with it too much. 
Yeah, so, I mean, this was kind of like a very, very small convention that had a lot of panels that I wasn't terribly interested in. So I guess it, it just wasn't for me. I guess that's the problem that I had. Like, it, it was just not a convention for me. Right. It was for me, and I just didn't go to things for some reason. Yeah, same, but I think that reason is because of... The venue? It's the first year, the the venue, the organization of it. The panels, there were only three um, halls that they had the panels yeah. in, and they were very, very full. And they filled mm-hmm. up very quickly, and there were long lines for everything. Mm-hmm. I guess because there wasn't much else there. Yeah, there was. they had like a show floor, which was... Um, it was it was kind of half show floor, but half another stage where they had stuff, you know, like people talking and stuff. I quite like that idea. Yeah, are you yeah. talking about the sauna? Yeah, yes. that was a problem too. It was very hot in there. I think I don't know whether they just don't have air conditioning or it was just not sufficient for that many people. Well, that's an old. It's, it was at Australia Technology Park, yeah. and that's I think just an old factory they have. Yeah. So, there is no aircon that was I, built. It seems like it's still in use, actually. The main room where you walk in, where you first get the tickets, they were <laughs> cutting metal and stuff yeah. on the sides. So I, don't I think know it, it is was, still... If they're working on something else in there or they were just working on that building. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it did seem what I, like... Well, I think it was. I think this sort of was the first one. Yeah. And I think it was sort of a proof of concept. Like, they now know they're going to have the people because they completely sold out. Yeah, yeah they did. That's true. So I think next year we might have a different venue. I'm going back to the original PAX in Australia. Yeah, no, it was yeah. difficult for us even to get media passes because they sold out. But thank you, Surprise Attack. Yeah, thanks for hooking us up. Um, that was very helpful. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, you're right. It did. It reminded me of the first year of PAX where I guess they just didn't know what what it was going to be like. And then it was kind of... You know, like uh, they had to learn really quickly that, that that venue was not the right one. And then the next year it was it was great. So maybe next year will be, you know, the year for RTX Australia. And I hope they do come back. They are actually. They confirmed it just a couple of hours ago. They are coming back February 4th and 5th to the International Convention Center in Darling Harbor, which I guess ah. is the new. already changed venue. Yeah, I think that's the new one that they're building currently. Okay. Okay, that's so either it'll be in that if it's finished or it'll be where Oz Comic Con is, you know, in that. Temporary space. Either way, that'll be better, oh, I think. Oh, definitely, yeah. Oh, well, so will you, will you be there next year, Lukey? I most certainly will be. All right. Yeah, so, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't bad. Uh, it was just, it was very warm. And like I said, there wasn't, I think the other problem is a lot of the stuff that was there, the games that were showing and, um, you know, the stalls and stuff like that, we've, I'd seen all we've that seen stuff it. at PAX. Yeah, they're always at Supernova. They're always at PAX. All yeah. of there weren't that many indie games, and the ones that were there, uh, they were great. But there weren't there weren't that many of them, and they were at PAX or at EB Expo. Yeah, and all of the shops are things that we see several times a year really... at Comic Con and Supernova. Right, and they have like a game they, traders. They were, the shops there were pretty abysmal. There weren't many at all. No. Well, and, and I mean, the the one of the bigger ones was Game Traders, but I mean, Game Traders is in Parramatta, which is near us, so mm-hmm. I can go there anytime. I don't need to be at the convention to shop there. You know, like I can I can see their full selection of wares. You know. Yeah, and they had the the Fallout experience. I'm I'm doing air quotes on that. <laughs> well, sure that you guys know why. It was labeled as the RTX experience. Oh, that's it. Yep, the RTX experience. But it was just a bunch of Fallout merch. Yeah. Uh, I don't. And not even a bunch. Was. It was two glass cases filled with some Fallout stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know what that was. Well, they had some of the stuff that they've had in immersion, like the outfits they've got and things like that. What's but... it? What's immersion? 
Maybe I just don't um, know what this is. That's maybe that's why. Immersion is a what they uh, show they have on their YouTube channel, where they basically take a couple of the people from Rooster Teeth and put them in real life scenarios based on games. Right. So they had like a real life uh, Fallout, a real life Five Nights at Freddy, um, Mario Kart. Like they've had many oh, different right. things, and that was sort of what that was. Okay, so they were props from the. Yeah. Sh- well, okay. Th- there weren't very the many is, of them. This- this no. wasn't sort of a thing for you guys. <laughs> Clearly. This was something for, like, real the, all the Rooster Teeth fans. Yeah, that yeah. do watch all their stuff, listen, and know all of this. Yeah, yeah once they enough. started splitting into a lot of different groups is when I kind of lost it. Yeah, because you've got your rooster, main Rooster Teeth, then you've got your Achievement Hunters, yep. and now you've got Funhouse have come on. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was around yeah, so then that I... I stopped following it so much. I used to listen to the podcast and Achievement Hunter and the Let's Plays, the Minecraft especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I remember watching those with you. We really should have gone to see stuff. Or I'll go see them in the States. Yeah, I'm sure RTX in Austin is a much bigger event. They've been doing it for a few years now. so I'd like to go to Austin. Yeah, well, we'll time it around RTX. That's probably wise. I can go to the pub. <laughs> Do you think they chose Australia because it has the same few letters to begin with? <laughs> That's Austin. No, I think a lot of stuff actually comes to Australia because we Australia's really good at the sort of that cult following mm. and getting drunk. It's because there's nothing else yep. here. Yeah. So when we sort of find something overseas that we like, we'd really latch onto it with everything. Yeah. Have you guys noticed there was a long time? This happened with bands as well. For a very long time, we didn't have any conventions here, like mm-hmm. none. There was the occasional. Thing where I would see a flyer for the Toy and Game Expo, and I'd get all excited and turn up, and it would be like, like some a guy, sale. yeah, big guy with a table with some Star Wars figures on it, like, oh, welcome to the Expo. Can I interest you in uh, in this um, Darth Vader that my dog chewed on? <laughs> um, and we didn't have anything. But then, and then it was the same with bands. Like bands wouldn't come out here, or, or if they did, it was a big deal. Like when I was when I was a teenager, and Corn came out, I was like, fuck, I better go because otherwise they'll never come out again, kind of thing. And then all of a sudden, we got festivals every month now. Yeah, it's it's been pretty recent as well. I've only been in Australia for about eight or nine years. When I first yeah. came here, there really wasn't much at all. Um, right. Supernova, I think, had been going for a few years, and that was the only expo that I knew of in yeah. Sydney. In Australia, really at all. I mean, it's the only one I heard of. And then Comic-Con came in, EB Expo yep. came in, PAX, and now RTX as yep. well. Yeah, and um, GX next month. It's like... They smash the oh, anime yeah, smash convention. smash the anime one. Mm. Yeah, there's tons of them now. Are we getting too many? Well, here's the thing, right? I assume it's probably like this in the US, and I think maybe I'm, I'm just not used to it, but I do feel like... Like, when I went to RTX, it was a, it was a little disappointing because... Because you'd already seen everything. Yeah, and it's like... I guess it's probably like that. It, that's how it's supposed to be, I guess. Yeah, but it kind of makes it less special. Like, it's like having Christmas once a month now. It's not a big magical thing anymore. It's just a thing that happens every other weekend. Because when I went to PAX in Seattle, right, we didn't have... We had Supernova here at the time and not much else, I don't think. And we didn't have anything like PAX. And um, we went over to PAX Prime and it blew my mind. It was so cool. And I was like, fuck, I really wish we had like this in Australia. Yeah, but a lot now, of that too, like a lot of the conventions are in Sydney. So you got to travel to Seattle. So you had a huge trip as well as just going right. to the convention. Now yeah, it was we a go big 10 deal. minutes down the road and it's the convention and then we come home for lunch. Yeah. See, PAX here is a bit more like 
like that because we traveled to Melbourne for it. And mm. so it's kind of like, like I'm removed from my normal life to do this thing. It's kind of a bigger deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas, yeah, when it's in Sydney and I just hop on the train or drive to, you know, <laughs> five minutes away, it's, it's kind of less magical. But yeah, I feel like if, with so many conventions, it's I'm not gonna. I've seen a lot of the stuff already, and it's, so it's kind of like which is a big shame. Like with the indie developers, as we're saying, like I saw my, my, all of them already. Yeah, but, I've seen a few of them like three, four times now, and it's sort of like it's a great game and everything. But I played it already. Give me something new. And I feel I feel weird being like, oh hello again. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if I should just pick one, you know. Pick a convention, and that's my convention that's that I go to. to. I think mine would be PAX. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Although, given that we report on these, it's probably not the best, yeah, best actually, uh, <laughs> stance to have. That's kind of harsh to say, because they're yeah. all good. Oh, but it's maybe... just... No, 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 they are. I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I know. I'm not detracting from them. I'm saying that the problem is no, me, I think. I, th- I, I blame myself for not enjoying Rooster Teeth as much as I could have. That was my fault. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it I was agree. your fault. It was your fault that more. I didn't enjoy it. As much as I could. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm not big rooster teeth person, so I didn't. No, I th- didn't appreciate said, it. Like that was mm. not a that was not for you this convention. <laughs> yeah, totally. I feel like it was more like uh, I get more out of Supernova even because they have sometimes some celebrities that I want to I want to see. But if I go yep. to Supernova and there isn't a celebrity that I want to see, it's actually not that interesting. It's kind of just me. like no. you pay for a ticket. To go shopping. Exactly. And and again, it's it's a limited selection when a lot of those shops are just, you know, in the city or in Parramatta. So. Yeah. So I saw you guys on YouTube today. I was guessing you were maybe looking at some Funhouse stuff. <laughs> <laughs> How did you guess? Just had a feeling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we did. We ch- well, we checked out a few things because we, we learned about a few things at the, at the expo yesterday. We were just curious about. Hmm. Uh the th- I think the place that we spent maybe the most time uh, at the, the convention bar? was the Doom Bar. Which <laughs> oh, was... I thought you meant the bar down the street. <laughs> uh, well, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, that's true. But also the Doom Bar, which is a kind of a sta- sad statement on our on us, basically. Mm. Um, but they had like this enclosed section that was kind of like you know, like if they close off a section for a game, it was kind of like that. But it was just a bar inside, and again, the the morning in particular, we were kind of like, oh, we walked take right it- in. It was very hot in that room. <laughs> yeah. And we're and then, like, what do we do? Straight to the bar. So we went to the bar and then there were two people at the at the bar serving. One was processing payments and the other was just grabbing drinks for people. And so they yeah, had these tables. There was a long line. Yeah, there was a long line. There were tables around the room and people were drinking beers and whatever, even though it was 10 a.m. Um, hey, don't judge. No, I don't, well, we, we were like, well, we're in here now. We might as well have a beer, you know. I would have been if I was there. No, I know. Well, yeah, you, you joined us on. a bit later. Yeah. But then people were just, I mean, there was there were no bins or anything. So people were just finishing their drinks and leaving the bottles on the table. And then, I mean, as obviously would happen, eventually the bottles... They built up. Kind of, yeah, built up on the tables. And we managed to get a, a seat around a table at one point, um, which was already heavily laden with bottles. And we were sitting there chatting and people were just kind of looking around like, well, I guess, sorry, guys, I'm just going to add my bottle to your table as well. And eventually there was really not much space left and no one was cleaning it up. And I've kind of felt like, do, do, do we need to do something about this? Or like, what's what's happening here? Like, did they not consider the fact that these bottles need to go somewhere? 
Yeah, there were no bins who was either. Running that bar. Yeah, there was like there was nowhere to put them except the floor or on the tables. So eventually, one of the guardians, the kind of the, the their version of the Pax Enforcers, the people who who look after things, kind of wandered in, looked around, and went, "Ah, shit." <laughs> And um, she came back with a bag and started collecting them. But I was like, man, it's just, I thought it kind of, well, it, wow, it's, I, I thought it was a good example of just how they it mirrored didn't the disorganization just, of the rest of. Yeah, or just kind of didn't didn't think about stuff. And it's like, you know, like you learn a lesson and then you go, oh, yeah. right, kind of thing. Yeah. I got a shock finding out that it was the Guardian that actually came and cleaned that up because that to me, because it's not their job. Their job. Right. Well, so like they would have sold that contract to whoever wanted to run that bar and went, look, we want people to come in, run this, we need Doom Bar, and that would have been it. They would have been expecting them to clean it up. Yeah, but the two guys well, at the bar were so busy. They couldn't, yeah. even, they couldn't even handle the line. That's right, yeah. I could surf people faster than uh, I could. Look, so could I. But, <laughs> <laughs> hey, this isn't about them. It's not like they're pouring drinks. <laughs> no, I know. There was one guy just to take the tab I off. I think like, they genuinely, I just don't think they expected it to be as busy. No. Like I think, yeah. the, like overall, the whole convention. I don't think they expected it to be as busy as it was, which is good for them, I guess. Yeah. No. And it's their first year. I'm sure they learned a yeah. lot. They organized most of it from Texas. Yeah. Exactly. And I think the other thing, organizing something from so far away would be difficult because you don't know what you don't get to see where you're setting things up or how it's going to be yeah, until you get here. That's right. You probably have a little piece of paper that says the dimensions of the room, and that's all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they, they, I think somebody said that they were hoping that the location in Redfern, uh, which is very close to the city, if, if listeners don't know, it's very close to Sydney Central, they thought that would be better than where conventions are often held up here, which is kind of out our way near the, in the Olympic Park. Uh, but it's not. No, it's not. No, and it's not. Our uh, public transport is so good that it wouldn't, yep. it's not, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it no, could have been held in Homebush and then... You get into the yeah. city quite easily from like, there. I find getting to the city is a lot harder because I was driving in. Yeah. and like, I had my wheelchair with me, so I had to drive. Right. So finding somewhere to park. The Olympic Park has car parks that you can use. It's got hotels. all the facilities there. It's got hotels. It's got like bars and restaurants. It's got it's just set up for, for that. And like you said, it's it's quite easy to get to. So. Right. But Darling Harbour, they're moving there next year. That'll be a good location oh, yeah. for them, I think. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty excited for that place to be finished anyway. Because a lot of people cause... come from... I was surprised a lot of people came from overseas. They came from yep. all over Australia for this because it's the first one that they've had in Australia. So yep. people were excited for it. We met a guy called Mark at the, at the Doom Bar. Was his name Mark? Michael? We met a guy Michael. called Michael at the Doom Bar. Uh, so he was from Victoria. If you're listening, how you going? Hey, bud. Sorry we forgot your name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we cut out the bit where I forgot his name. And then... Didn't we? Yeah. No, we're committed now. And then we left this bit in, so now I look yeah. like an asshole again. God Great. damn it. Hey, Markle. <laughs> hey, Markle. <laughs> uh, if you say it fast, bit. he won't even know. Exactly. Yeah, so, I mean, I had a fun time uh, anyway. Um, and I think it bodes well for next year. They're going to learn the lessons. That kind of thing. We, we bumped into Yug, who, uh, who runs, well, you know, he, he manages the teams that run PAX, uh, and he, he kind of said, you know, he, he encountered the same kind of problem with PAX the first year, so it's just a mm-hmm. learning experience, I think. Yeah, because yeah, the hardest thing, you don't know, they could get 10 people who buy tickets. Right, yeah, exactly, but they've got to organize the venue and everything, so. Yeah. Mm. No, they did a great job for their first year, and, I mean, they can't predict that it... It was going to be 30 degrees yesterday. No. So 
you, you sort of can doing something in January in Australia. Uh, yeah, I know, but I mean, like even today was. But their better. thirty degrees is different to our thirty. Yeah, maybe degrees. they read that and were like, "Ooh, inside, we better do it at this place." <laughs> Could be snowing. <laughs> yeah, right. I wish that'd be cool. Luke, you alluded earlier that there was a reason you couldn't attend today. Do you want to elaborate yeah, on I'm that? Yeah, I'm interested in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I think so I know what it is. There's a site I'm a part of called trueachievements.com. Uh-huh. They're running a <laughs> yearly competition that started another week. And it's basically getting gamers getting gamer score on the Xbox. Yeah. And I'm, there's a team one and an individual one. Mm-hmm. And the period runs for a week. And the lowest scoring teams get eliminated. Right. My team is useless. <laughs> if you're listening, if you're listening, step it up, guys. Come on. Okay. So, I think to this period, I've my gamer score that I've got is 3,440. In how long? In a week? In a week. Fucking hell. How much in a week? 3,000. Yep. 440. Man. At the moment, we are only 139 points above being eliminated. So you're basically carrying these assholes. Yes. That's <laughs> dropped a lot from yesterday because you were at, what, 500 points above yesterday? Yep. One person has 265. The other has 280. The other has zero. So they're not in the negative now? No, they're zero. Okay. Because they were negative yesterday, if I recall. I'm just going to skip the negative. That's too hard to explain. Oh, right. so, okay. All right, yeah. fine. Yeah, I didn't, under- I didn't understand either. Okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> Moving yeah, because the points are based on the value of other points or something yes. like that. Yeah. It's, yeah. Sc- it's, it's like um, loading when you, sc- you get scaled. Yeah, so i am still got three more hours at the moment to make sure I stay above. Oh, we are we are keeping you <laughs> from doing that <laughs> right now. Today, we were like 500 under. Can you request that you, like, be given a new team or something like that? Uh, no, you sort of meant to organise a team beforehand. Right. And I was just, oh, I'll just join another team because I was thinking I'd be the one holding people back. Yeah, Luke right. told me yesterday he joined a team rather than asking you and I because we are very, <laughs> very poor at getting achievements and he has gotten more in the last week than we've gotten all year you know last year. You know what? You know what? He's right, though. <laughs> he and is. He is, but it stings a little. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what? So you've got zero, 200 and something, 200 and something, and then you're 3,000. If he had yeah. us on his team, it would be about think, the same. I think collectively you and I have gotten less than he did last yeah. year. <laughs> I think I got an achievement the other day. I don't really remember. <laughs> <laughs> I got one for that horrible level in Ori in the Blind Forest that I was so close to telling Luke he needed to come up from Canberra and beat it for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you can you run us through that game? I know, listeners, this is not a new game, but I, I've seen you playing it. And Ori. It, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, do you want to talk us through it? It's a game we picked up recently. Yeah, sure. Um, do you remember Guacamelee? Of course. Yeah, I had a bit of an obsession with that game. Yeah, yeah. A little. Uh, it's very similar to that. Okay. What? It's, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> they're, they're both platformers. That, that... Oh, have you, you played them both? It's it's similar style, is what I mean. It's like it's, a Metroidvania style game, right? It's a platformer. Right? You explore different areas, and you have to come back to them once you get new powers, once you kind of level up. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah, okay. Not that it's set in Mexico. Yeah, no, not that you're <laughs> and, a, and you're a, a wrestler, yeah. yeah. No, you're this little creature of light. 
it actually is a very, very emotional beginning. Luke, did you play that, uh, the intro? Yeah, I played the intro. Oh, it didn't affect me that way. It is so sad. <laughs> it's because he has a heart of stone. That's all. Yeah, all right. Those achievements. Listeners, just go, go play the intro. You don't even have to play. You just kind of watch the intro. It's depressing. <laughs> You're a little hmm. creature of light who's trying to restore light to the forest. The forest. Yeah. The blind forest? Oh, I don't know why you would call it that. Well, I, they did. Yeah. Yeah. You get new skills. Mm-hmm. Like you learn things like the double jump. And yeah. Cool. You go back and get all of the spirit balls and things that you've missed. It's actually got a little bit of an RPG element. Like there's actually a skill tree. Yeah. And it actually branches off. So you can actually play the game like very different ways. Yeah. It's got three different branches, but it doesn't seem like, I mean, you get so many spirit points it seems like you'll be able to by the end have them all maxed out does uh ignoring a tree mean that there's areas you can't go to i haven't played that far what do you mean ignoring a branch of the well like you said that you can that you unlock abilities through the skill tree right but you need those abilities to access certain areas so if you were to ignore a branch does that mean there are areas you can't get to or does it not yeah sort of um so for instance i I leveled up one of my branches so that I can breathe underwater and clean water. If I hadn't done that, I wouldn't be able to do quite a lot of this level that I'm currently in. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, all right, cool. You'd just be able to go a different direction and do that way. Yeah, you just start somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, I like those games. I I didn't get that into Guacamelee because I'm sure you recall I got a bit frustrated with the combat. Yeah, the, the melee combat. You got I really know, angry like... really quickly. <laughs> yeah, there were lots of combos and things like that. They are annoying, but I I loved them. Okay, I got frustrated with that. But one of my favorite games ever is Metroid uh, Super Metroid, which is one of the origins, I guess, of those kind of games and the old Castlevania games as well. Uh, they have that kind of puzzle slash platformer gameplay. I actually kind of hate that sort of gameplay now. Really? They're having to go here and then, oh, I have to come back and then go here and then come back. Yeah, I don't know why. I just find it annoying and boring now. Well, another game that's quite like that 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 we've... I've been sent a beta code for, uh, and I'm going to talk about... Hopefully next week I'm going to talk about it a bit, is Hollow Knight, which we played at PAX, if you recall. Yeah. Yeah, so um, they were nice enough to send us a beta key to check out that and so but i haven't played enough of it so i want want to talk about it more next week but um but it it is a similar kind of game so maybe if you want to check that out too jenna you might like it okay yeah Yeah, it's pretty cool the 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 art style and the the look of it in particular is is pretty cool it's kind of like you know gothic cartoony style who's the developer of that team cherry okay they're australian they are from adelaide i believe okay we won't hold that against them (laughs) no We should have really gone to see something at Rooster Teeth. I know. I regret that now, especially seeing as how we could have gone today if you weren't too busy uh, trying to keep your team afloat. Because <laughs> there were some panels. I mean, there was a panel on editing. I could have made this podcast so much better. <laughs> I think you do a pretty good job anyway. Oh, thank you. I was. Uh, I did find it interesting. They talked about how a lot of editing goes into making the videos you know like they film for an hour and then they edit for like days to make a video and sometimes yeah, this is Funhouse that was talking about that that's right yeah and uh i've often a lot of a lot of other podcasts often allude to that as well and so, i mean we do we do a lot of production on these um hopefully like hopefully you don't even notice because that's the point um but um i want to say we i mean jenna does a lot of production <laughs> yep. on these podcasts. i do nothing <laughs> yeah she does a really good job of making a sound less useless you guys are just 
on all the time, so I barely yeah. have to do anything. <laughs> yeah, which is so funny all the time, consistently. I, it was nice to hear that that everybody has to do that, that, that it's not just us. that are... Yeah, that they have to do it and say, oh, that's not really that funny. Can we amp it up yeah. a little bit? Because it's actually quite good. I don't, if you watch some of their stuff, they'll actually put out their entire hour on, like unedited, right. here it is. And then they go, out of this, you got 15 minutes, which was funny. But you can actually, they actually stream their stuff as they're recording as well. So you right. can actually watch it live. Well, we, we've discussed doing that. And if you want that to happen, if you head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash multiple nerdgasm, one of the milestones... is going to space. One of them is going to space. Uh, it's unlikely. One's called North Korea, isn't it? Uh, no, I think that's isn't that a Kickstarter, a potential yeah. Kickstarter. <laughs> We're going to do a Kickstarter for that one. But one of them is video. First of all, if you want to see us, there's a video milestone. But there's Would also I have one. To wear clothes. Well, that's up to the listeners, really. Oh, Luke, I am pantsless right now. <laughs> it is very hot in here, and I had to drop that article of clothing. See, it's the best way to record. I'm willing to bet. No offense, Luke, but <laughs> if if it was like Luke's recording naked, you want to see video, I think maybe we'd have some interest. I think maybe a little more if it was Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> Luke's a sexy boy. Oh, I know that. I know that. We're just going to flash a noose around for anyone. Was that, was that your that dick was... making that noise? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going uh, to pop my dick on silent. There we go. But yeah, so patreon.com slash multiple nerdgasm. Uh, if you want to support us on there, we really appreciate it. Um, we also, uh, we're on Twitter, twitter.com slash mnerdgasm, facebook.com slash multiple nerdgasm. We're on most social networks, like Instagram, Instagram as well. I post multiple a lot nerdgasm. of pictures of Luke's beard. Yep. At multiple hey, nerdgasm. A lovely picture of me and Matt from yesterday. Mm. Yep. Enjoying a nice gin and tonic. Together. Mm-hmm. Lady in the Tramp style. Oh, I wish. <laughs> also, we have a new podcast, don't we, Jenna? We do. We dropped Luke and Dan <laughs> yep. because who needs those guys? We figured screw them. And we have started a podcast called Necronomenom where we discuss horror films. While eating stuff? Yeah, so some of them are new. Some of them are very old. Yeah, we will do new ones as they come out. Um, but most of the time what we're going to do is go back and look at some of our favorites, classic horror movies, and talk about what we think made them great and what was interesting about them. And what we'd love for you guys to do is send us in your favorites, especially if it's something you think maybe we haven't seen before because we would love to actually see some new stuff that people really love. I want you to review Caravan of Courage. That's not a That's, horror movie. It's a horror show. That is a horror movie. There's a horror, big monster that captures the parents. I will happily watch that. I loved that movie when I was a kid. All right. Well, how how about one... We'll, we'll commit to doing an episode on that at some point. Maybe it'll go in the specials because it's not technically <laughs> on on point. Although, actually, our first episode was The Hateful Eight, which uh, <laughs> is not technically a horror film, but it has horror elements. It has so we horror. Felt like... it's, it's a cult film. Yeah. It's got a lot of yeah, blood. Yeah. yeah, so horror and cult films. Um, yeah. Any... Do trauma stuff. Trauma stuff, yeah, that, that's, that's on the cards as well. That would, they would be, actually, they'd probably be uh, pretty entertaining to talk about. So. Yeah. But yeah, listeners, um, the site for that, it's necronomenom.com, but you can also get to it on just on the Multiple Nerdgasm website. We're just, we don't have separate stuff for that. It's just kind of a subset of Multiple Nerdgasm. So head to multiplenerdgasm.com, necronomenom at multiplenerdgasm.com. Did I pronounce that correctly? I can't I remember. My, so. mouth, my mouth's run off on its Every own. time I type it, I have to go back and make sure I didn't type necronomenom. Yeah. yeah, it's a play on words that, I don't know, we thought was clever. 
If you don't like it, fuck off. Don't We're listen to it. We're not clever at all. No. Necronominom. Inominominom. Necronominom. Oh, yeah. And sorry, we should add finally that the real reason that Danny's in Utah. Oh, yeah, of course. Is that his film, The Tail Job, is screening over there at the Slenders Film Festival. Uh, and you should all support it in any way you can. Tweet about it. Um, yeah, go, go like it on tail Facebook. Yeah, thetailjob.com. Check it out. Um, and give him your support because hopefully, hopefully this is going to be uh, hopefully this is going to be a good good turnout for for it at the festival. Hopefully, this rockets into stardom, That's right. and I can just start sponging off. Yeah, it. exactly. Matt and I were in this film, so I feel like if anybody wants to get in touch with us yeah. for future roles, yep. happy to do it. Don't forget the second someone makes it, I'm sponging off you. <laughs> Don't care who it is. Yeah. If you'd like Jenna or I to star in your film, necronominom at multiplenerdgasm.com, we can make that happen. I've got a film. Do What's you? your film? Private thing. Oh. Low budget. <laughs> Low budget. It's called <laughs> Baby Fight Club. <laughs> is this one of those no pants things? It starts oh. with pants. Can we just clarify that it's not Baby Fight Club? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> RTX Australia, thumbs up. Yeah, thumbs up. Definitely. They'll they'll nail it next year, I'm sure. Yeah. It can only get better. Oh, I mean, it could get... It, well, could it get worse? It could, but I mean, I'd be fucking surprised. I mean, whoa, that sounds harsh. <laughs> no, what I mean is... <laughs> Couldn't I mean, get what any I mean worse is I have than more, that. I have more faith in them than that, is what I meant by that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Bernie. Wow. <laughs> it's Bernie, right? Bernie's the guy that's yeah. like the boss. Bernie yeah. Burns. Bernie Burns. Yeah. What a name. What a ridiculous name. Guys, what can we say about Fiverr that we haven't already said? Like, what do people not know about it? It's just a great, great website, isn't it? I'm actually going to get them to design my wedding invitations. Are you really? Yeah. That's a pretty good idea, actually. Okay, I'm going to get them to design them, and then I can sort of just get the design, and there are ones I've been having a look. They'll send you the thing, and then I can send it to just somewhere else to get them printed out. So I'm going to find someone who I'd like the designs of, and I'm going to do that. That's pretty smart, actually. I didn't, I didn't even think of that. I mean, we did our own. But um, that is pretty smart. Yeah. Just give me a word, guys. A word? Just a word. Just any word. Um, vestibule. Vestibule. Let's see what they have on Fiverr. <laughs> Sorry, I made it difficult. Sorry, guys. You cannot get a vestibule on Fiverr. All right. <laughs> How about um, do a search for lightsaber? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now, this isn't Etsy. <laughs> I know. I'm curious. I looked around. There's a lightsaber on my okay. screen. Here you go. Okay. I will add a lightsaber effect to your video, $5. Yeah, I thought that might be on there. I thought that might be. Or you could get yeah. a lightsaber in your picture for $5. Mm-hmm. So you can make a make a video like that kid with the broomstick. Yeah. You can get that done on Fiverr. <laughs> wonder what that kid's doing now. Can I hire on someone on Fiverr to hunt him down for me? Um, to, like search a bounty PI? hunter. Oh, like hunt him down, hunt him down. Yeah. yeah. So, search bounty. Okay. No, sorry, guys. It's not a Fiverr thing either. Oh. Mm. Or it could be. What's that guy? The, what's that dog guy? The, the dog? The, the dog? dog the bounty hunter. Dog the bounty hunter. That's him. I mean, you could just call him. I don't know if he <laughs> advertises on Fiverr. If you type in dog, though, you can get a Snoop Dogg voice and a video of him. Sweet. Is it a lookalike or is it just a soundalike? I, look, I, I don't know. I will do a Snoop Dogg voice and video of him. You will? Do it. No, I, well, I won't. Oh, I'll give you five bucks. <laughs> All right, well, this is some of the magic that you can find on Fiverr.com. Uh, but if you want to go to Fiverr, we would, we would love it if you could go to multiplenerdgasm.com slash Fiverr uh, so that they know you heard about it here. 
and uh, and then they support the podcast. That would be really awesome. If you need a lightsaber in a picture of you or a video of you, or if you want Snoop Dogg to narrate the the video of you with a lightsaber. Oh, Can we get Snoop oh Dogg boy. to do our new intro? Maybe we should. Maybe we should get Snoop Dogg Can we to make do an our ad intro. With the and, lightsaber? and it can be Luke with a lightsaber. You have a Force Effects lightsaber, don't you, Luke? Yes. Can you please just film a little shot of you with the lightsaber? Okay. Saying, welcome to multiple nerdgasm or something like that. Yeah. No, no, because Snoop's going to say that. Just yes. you with the lightsaber. Me with the lightsaber. I yeah. can do, yes, I can organize something. <laughs> <laughs> Multiplenerdgasm.com slash fiber. It's a sneak peek into how it all works. <laughs> behind the curtain. <laughs> Snoop Dogg is behind the curtain. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.